Welcome and thank you for listening to the Okuo Church Podcast. We exist so that people will be in community with Jesus and one another. We'll do that by listening to God, loving people, leading by empowering others, and linking to our community. Today, Pastor Humby Cervera will share a message with you. We hope you enjoy it. Good to be with you today for week two of our 21 Days of Prayer series. During this time, we're doing our best to connect to God during this season by entering times of prayer and fasting. So if you started a fast last week, I want to encourage you in what you're doing. Keep up the good work. And if you upped your prayer game over the last week, don't stop now. Being connected to God is what these 21 days are all about. And we need to be connected to God because what we have gone through over the last year has been a lot. For us to be able to accomplish what God has called us to in 2021, we need to be connected to Him. For 2021, God has given Akuo, our church, a word to be fruitful. Now, for us to do that, we need to have our roots dug deep into the living water that is offered to us by Jesus. Remember, we read about this last week in Psalm 1, where it said, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked, or stand around with sinners, or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They are like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never wither, and they prosper in all they do. So right as the world continues to spin, sometimes feeling like it's out of control, we need to have our roots planted deep. God wants you to bear fruit, and God will actually provide the fruit for you. Again, the year we went through was tough, but guys, the year ahead of us isn't going to be a walk in the park either. We still have a ways to go before we return to anything resembling normal. So take this winter as a time that you are leaning into God, as a time that you are basking in His glory and soaking in His living water. So when the time is right, you will be able to bloom with beautiful flowers and then bear fruit. That is what these 21 days of prayer and fasting are all about. And it's actually something that Jesus spoke about in the book written by the Apostle John. Before we read the scripture and the words that Jesus spoke, let me give you a little bit of background about what is happening when Jesus is talking about this. Uh, You see, this conversation actually happens right after what is called the Last Supper, uh, the time that Jesus and the disciples shared during the meal and after the meal is known as the Upper Room Discourse. It's the last meal that Jesus has with his disciples before he gets crucified. So this conversation is actually Jesus' farewell to all the disciples. And Jesus knows what's going to happen, but his disciples don't have a good idea of what's going on. So this is Jesus' last chance, his last opportunity to have a meaningful conversation with them. So with all that going on, here is part of what he had to say to them. I am the true grapevine, and my father is the gardener. Okay, guys, that is one sentence, but there is so much to unpack here. First off, let's start with those first four words that Jesus speaks. He says, I am the true grapevine. Here is why this is important. In the book of John, Jesus makes seven great I am statements. This is the last one that Jesus will make in John's writing. And when Jesus says, I am, this is a direct connection to a story in the Old Testament. In this story, God spoke to a man named Moses through a burning bush. And God was helping Moses lead the nation of Israel out of Egypt, where they were being held captive. And God wanted Moses to go and speak to the ruler of Egypt so Pharaoh would let Israel out of captivity just like that. By doing that, Moses would also have to explain to all the people of Israel 
that he was going to be the one to lead them out of Egypt. He was going to lead a nation. And in that moment, the reality of what Moses was going to have to do settled in to him. In that moment, he was filled with anxiety and fear. So Moses asked God, who should I say sent me? Because Moses knew that his name wasn't enough to get an entire nation to listen to him. So this is how God answered. I am who I am. Say this to the people of Israel. I am has sent me to you. So when Jesus says, I am, what he's saying here to his disciples is that he is God in human flesh. I am. He's saying, I am God. Jesus is letting them know that he is the one that was sent down to be the Messiah. He was telling them that he was the one that was going to come down and save the world, which is what Jesus had to tell them before he gave up his life not too long after this conversation. And that wasn't all Jesus had to say to them. Let's go back to the scripture. Jesus continues. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit, and he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You have already been pruned and purified by the message I have given you. So here we can get deep into this idea of Jesus being the true vine. He calls himself that because back in the Old Testament, the nation of Israel was called the vine at least four different times. So this is Jesus also explaining that the nation of Israel has been cut off because they were no longer producing fruit. They had rejected God, and it was the exact reason that Jesus had to come. This is Jesus explaining that he's the true vine. The branches connected to him are the ones that will produce fruit. Then God the Father will actually prune the branches that bear fruit, so they will have even more fruit. He will pull back the things that keep you from making fruit so you can make more fruit in your life. The way you are pruned is by listening to the message that Jesus has given. Everything will fall away through this message Jesus left us. And what is that message? Well, it's simple. It's that every single person falls short of the glory of God. The way we fall short is through our sin, which is how all of us will do things that go directly against what God wants us to do. Our sin carries a penalty at the end of our lives. It's called hell. All sinners are hell worthy, which is a total bummer to say the least. But here is where Jesus' message comes into play. Jesus, God in human form, came down to the earth. He was human, just like you and me. He was tempted. He felt the same frustration and despair in the world that we all have. However, he lived a life completely without sin. He's one person that lived a life worthy of hanging out in heaven for all of eternity. But here's what happened. Jesus laid his life down to become the perfect sacrifice for us. He experienced torture up on the cross and gave away his life for all of us so we could experience his grace. All we have to do to access the grace is listen to the message that he left behind for his disciples and eventually us. All we have to do is simply believe that Jesus did all that for us to receive grace from him. By receiving that grace, our identity totally changes. We are turned into God's masterpiece, his sheep. We then become worthy. And if you want to receive that today, it's so easy. All you have to do is have a conversation between you and Jesus. We would call it prayer, but it's no different than having a conversation. So if you want to officially listen to the message of Jesus and connect yourself to him, just so you know, or you can do that today. And just so you know, you won't be the only one praying. Because here at Akuo Church, you never pray alone. There's always a community praying along with you. Now, normally we wait until the end of our, our message to do this, but this can't wait any longer today. So if you have never talked to God, 
then follow along with me. Just say something like this with me. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your love and your sacrifice. Today I say I believe in you, and for the rest of my days I will follow you the best way I know how. Now, for everyone that prayed this prayer, this is such an exciting time for you. I'm so proud of you. Our entire church is so proud of you. And the Bible says that all of heaven is cheering your decision on right now. Congratulations. You now have Jesus in your life. Well, now that you know Jesus, what happens next? And this doesn't just apply to our new believers that just joined us right now. This goes for every single one of us. Jesus actually explains what happens next in our spiritual journey. We'll go back to John 15. There Jesus says, Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Okay, so the big thing to look at in this section is the word remain. Let me walk you through what it looks like to remain in Jesus. And to fully understand what Jesus is talking about, we need to go to the the original language of the Old Testament, which is Greek. Now, the Greek word used for remain here is meno. And in this instance, it means to be constantly present. So what Jesus wants us to do is be constantly present with him. If we can be constantly present, if we can plant our roots into the riverbank of Jesus' living water, then we can see the fruit coming from our lives like crazy. Jesus will give us more spiritual fruit than we could ever handle. And it's because of this scripture that we are able to form our big idea for today. If you only remember one thing about today's message, let it be this. Remain in Jesus to produce fruit. Remain in Jesus to produce fruit. So this is the second half of the gospel, right? We, we just talked about this gospel, the good news, the message that Jesus had for us. Not only do we get to, the chance to spend an eternity in heaven because of our belief in Jesus, we get to produce spiritual fruit while we're here on this earth. The reason we get to have that spiritual fruit is because when we believe in Jesus, we are given the Holy Spirit, which is another form of God. And that form now lives within us. So it's through that connection that we get spiritual fruit. We are in the const- when we are in constantly in presence of the Holy Spirit, we be- it's because we believe in Jesus. We get that presence within us. So that means the Spirit takes care of the fruit for us, right? We-, we have the Spirit within us because we believe in Jesus. It's always with us, so we get the fruit. In Galatians 5, we talked about that last week. So let's see what they say about the fruits there in Galatians 5. The Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So when we remain in Jesus, the Holy Spirit produces this fruit within us. We get more love. We get more joy. We get more patience. We get more kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Now, if you're in the chat room and you could use more of these in your life, just like put a hand up in the chat right now. Now, if you're not in the chat right now and you could use more of the spiritual fruit in your life, then just like raise your hand uh, wherever you are. You could be like in your car or, or, you know, like I know someone just like raised their hand in the middle of a walk through the neighborhood right now. You're like walking down the block with your 
hand up. And I, I appreciate that. Your neighbors might think you're crazy, but, but that's okay. We're, we're good, you know? Uh, so, yeah, so just raise your hand wherever you might be right now to go ahead and, and accept and ask for that spiritual fruit in your life. Okay, so what happens if we don't remain in Jesus? Remember, we're in a season of planting our roots and connecting to Jesus in these 21 days. So what I want to know is what happens when we are disconnected and our roots aren't connected to the living water that Jesus offers us in these trying times? Well, Jesus tells us about that too. He says, Anyone who does not remain in me is thrown away like a useless branch and withers. Such branches are gathered into a pile to be burned. Now, we talked about hell not too long ago, and I want you to know that if you're making poor decisions in your life right now, you aren't going to hell. It's about Jesus or not Jesus. This is not what Jesus is talking about right now. The burned branches represent Christians who will lose rewards in heaven. So we will miss out on what we could have for eternity if we aren't remaining in Jesus. This has nothing to do with like losing your salvation or, or anything like that. But here's the thing, guys. We won't be that. We will be a church that remains. We will be a group of people that chases after Jesus. We will be a people that dig our roots into his living water. And it doesn't take perfection to remain in Jesus. All it takes is effort. So when we do remain in Jesus as an entire church, when we keep our roots deep in the riverbed of his living water, look at what happens. Jesus says, but if you remain in me and my words remain in you, you may ask for anything you want and it'll be granted. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples. This brings great glory to my Father. So there are three things that happen when you remain in Jesus. First, you can ask for anything and it will be granted. Now here's the deal with this. When Jesus says this, I'm sure somebody was like, I'm gonna win the lottery this week. I'm asking for the lottery. That's not exactly how it works. When you remain in Jesus, your desires change. Your heart changes. He changes you. Remember, you, he prunes back. God is going to prune back all that stuff in your life. And so you'll start to see the things that mean the most in this world, and you'll end up praying for a lot of those. Now, God could still have you win the lottery. It's totally possible. Side note, if that does happen, don't forget your pastor to you know, hang out with you when you get season tickets to the Spurs games. So just hit up a dude, you know? Okay, so when you remain in Jesus, you can ask for anything. But not only that, you are a true disciple of Jesus. That's an incredibly awesome title. Not only that, when you remain in Jesus, you bring great glory to God the Father. There are so many positive things that happen when we can remain in Jesus. And since so many good things happen when we remain in Jesus, I want to give you like a really basic way that will help you remain in Him. It's praying right? It's, it's what we've been doing. It's what we started doing last week. We started our week of prayer and fasting. And it doesn't matter how big or small your prayers are. All you have to do is pray. Last week, we made a list of things that we're praying for in our lives. And you can pray for those things. You can pray, or you can pray for our country. You can pray against COVID. You can pray for the health of this church and its staff. You can pray about anything. The important thing is that you are in a regular conversation with God. Here's what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Philippian church about prayer. He said, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which is a fruit of the Spirit, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace 
will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Now, this could be a very easy way for you to connect to God. Anytime you have a worry, you pray about it, and then you thank him for everything he's done for you. It doesn't have to be crazy. It can be very simple. It can be through small prayers like that throughout the day that you remain in Jesus. Then when you remain in Jesus, you will produce fruit in your life. And guys, I can tell you from personal experience that this is not a lie. This is the real deal. I can tell you that being constantly connected to God is the best way to go. And I can tell you that remaining in Jesus is the best way you can do that thing. It's going to be the best possible thing that you can do in your life. And I can tell you from personal experience that God will take care of everything if you remain in him. God will hook you up in ways you didn't dream were possible if you remain in him. Now, guys, I want you to allow me a moment of just full transparency. Guys, I want you to know that I struggle. I struggle being your pastor. I sometimes struggle leading a church. There are so many spinning plates in the air every week that need to be cared for. And I struggle to make sure you guys are getting the best teaching available. And I'm not going to lie. I watch and listen to other sermons and I'll say, man, I wish I could do it like that. If only I had more time, I could be better. You know, I, I know I'm a fine communicator, and, uh, but there are definitely better ones out there. There are definitely better theologians out there. Uh, and there are definitely better organizational leaders out there. I know that. I mean... I know I'm totally adequate, but there are some real stars at what they do around there. Now, in spite of all my shortcomings, there's one thing I can do. I do my best to remain in Jesus. Now, I'm not the kind of guy that sits in silence for hours at a time, meditating and reading my Bible, but I have an ongoing dialogue with Jesus all day long. And it's because of that connection, it's because my roots are planted so deep in Jesus' living water that there's fruit in my life. Now, when things are crazy, it can get really easy to ignore that fruit. Then I start to listen to all the stuff that says I'm not good enough. And that, you guys, you know, like y'all deserve a better pastor. Or other things that uh, go along with this thought process. Whenever I go through a season like this, God always puts something in front of me to shake me out of it. And this actually just happened recently. I got a chance to have a conversation with the pastor that I know and really respect here in town. And it was one of the first times we ever spoke, and he knows a little bit about a Kuo story, so he asked me to like tell him the story. And I did. And each time I would get to a part of the story where I was having a tough time or struggling or he didn't know what to do, and each time God would show up in that story and I'd get to tell him that. You know, God would give me a word or he would give me a person with the word or, or a picture or whatever. And me and this pastor chatted for hours. And time after time, I would answer a question and tell a story, and each story would end with, then God told me what to do, and everything worked out. Guys, it's not because of my skill. It's not because of my talent. It's not because of my good looks. Well, maybe, no, not because of my good looks. Guys, this is all because I've done my best to remain in Jesus. Look at it like this. We have a church, a building, a name of a church, a logo, and a worship leader, all because God gave them to us. Not because of anything I did. And I feel like I forget these things sometimes. We started our church in the middle of a global pandemic. We've only met together once in person. We are only doing small groups online. We are doing things in ways that people would say is the opposite of how we should start a church. Yet, we are still growing. 
People continue to find us and join our community, and it's because we have been listening to God in all of this. Me and Abel and our board of trustees that help us lead this church have our roots planted deep into the riverbank of Jesus. Guys, it's absolutely insane. If it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it was true. This time that I got to spend telling stories of God working in my life was incredibly humbling. Again, I know I'm not the best dude at all this stuff, but for some reason, God keeps on showing up. He keeps on providing me with fruit. Let me tell you again, it's not because of my talent. It's not because I live a perfect life. It's not because I read my Bible more than anyone I know. It's because I do my best to remain in Jesus. That's it. I might not even be the best at remaining in Jesus, but I do my best to remain in Jesus. And I know that I need him to produce fruit. I know that every single thing in my life that's good is because of God. So I just wanna take a moment to give glory to God for everything. I want to give glory to God for every single thing that I have in my life. So right now, I give glory to God for Akuo Church. Nothing happens here without him making it happen. I give glory to God for my wife and my kids. God totally lined all of that up. I give glory to God for the rest of my family and all of my friends. There are so many people that have spoken into me over my lifetime that have helped me here, and they've all been sent by God. Every single one of these things are in my life because God is so good to give them to me. Any piece of fruit in my life is because of him, and I believe it's the same for all of you. Listen to me here. Just like lean in a little closer for this. Focus on what I'm about to say. God can produce fruit like this in your life too. God is already producing fruit in your lives right now. All it takes is remaining in him. And right now we're in a season of prayer and fasting. And that's a great first step. Keep going. Guys, I believe that each and every one of you has the ability to do much more on this planet than anything I could dream for you. I believe that each and every one of you has the ability to do so much more than anything you could dream for yourself. The reason you will be able to do it is because God, through the Holy Spirit, can make it happen. All you have to do is remain. All you have to do is dig your roots deep into the living water that Jesus has to offer. And this is the exact idea that the Apostle Paul is talking about in the letter he wrote to the church of Ephesus. He says, Now all glory to God, who is able through his mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Guys, I want you to take a moment to think about what you think God can do through you while you're here on this earth. I want you to think about how much fruit you can have in your life while you are here. I want you to think about how much of heaven you can bring here to earth. Now think about this. God can do more than that through his mighty power. And he won't only do like 10% more. He won't only do like 80% more. He will do infinitely more than we might ask or think. When you listen to God and remain in Jesus, you will be able to love people better. You will be able to lead them by empowering, and you will be able to link to your community on a level that is infinitely more than you could ever ask or think of. So with that being said, I want us to make a few declarations and then pray. So here's what I want us to do. We are going to declare the glory that God has shown to us in a part of our lives. Then we'll spend a few seconds thinking about the fruit he's delivered to us and thanking him for that. Now in some of these, you won't have a lot of fruit 
And, and, some, and for some of you guys, there's just not that much fruit there, but what I want you to do is focus on the good fruit that is there. Now, here's what we're going to do. So we're going to declare glory and then think about it and give thanks to it. So just put your hands in the air and say, I give glory to God for my family. And then just in your own head, thank God for your family. I give glory to God for my friends. I give glory to God for my community. I give glory to God for my church. I give glory to God for every single good thing in my life. Now let's go ahead and pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for everything. Right now, I ask that you would help us remain in you and produce fruit in us. Allow us to dig our roots deeper into your living water. Jesus, I ask that you would accomplish infinitely more than we might ask or think. Jesus, I ask that you would give all of us a word or a picture of the next thing that you want us to start working on. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray all of these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, guys. Next week, I will be back to lead you in the message once again, and we'll be continuing in our 21 days of prayer series. Now that we understand what it looks like to remain in Jesus, what happens next? What responsibility do we have to share this fruit with the people that are immediately around us? We'll talk about that next Sunday. Now, as always, if you need anything at all, please, please, please reach out to us on our social media or by going to our website, akuo.church, it's A-K-O-U-O.church, or you can call us or text us at 210-901-8785. Please reach out. Now, if you liked our service and you want to share it with someone, or if you've missed any of the services we've done over the last few weeks, you can always go back and watch them on our YouTube channel. You can also listen to our services uh, while you're in the car, on the go, while you're in a walk in our neighborhood, uh, by listening to our audio podcast. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Now, while you're there, please rate, review, and subscribe. Next, I want to talk about how we practice generosity here at Akuo. What we do is practice the biblical method of giving called tithing, which means giving a first fruit 10% offering to the storehouse, which is your local church. Now, I want you guys to know, when it comes to the tithe, we do the same thing with the money we receive. In the six months of being open in 2020, Akuo Church was able to give away more than $16,000 to families in our congregation that were in need, to senior citizens through uh, Jefferson Outreach, to families in need through Christian Assistance Ministry, and to our homeless friends here in San Antonio through the bridge. Not only that, we were able to support the gospel being spread in the lower Virginia community in Monrovia, Liberia through an organization called Liberia Now. So when you tithe here to Kuo, that money gets sent all over our city and all over our globe. And I also want you to know that each time we send out a check, we pray that God would multiply that money we sent by tenfold. We ask that somehow 
when that money is in the hands of the people we're linking to, that it would have the spending power 10 times of what we gave to them. So again, we appreciate you tithing here at Akuo. Now I get it. These times are hard right now. So if you aren't able to tithe, that's okay. We wanna be linked to you during this rough time. So if you need anything at all, please reach out to us. Or if you need someone, or if you know someone that needs something, please have them connect with us as well. Because we wanna help you with a bill. We wanna help you get some food. We wanna take care of you here at Akuo Church. By doing that, all you have to do is go to our website or email us, uh, humby.sedveta at akuo.church or by texting our, us at our phone number. Now, if you're willing to tithe here at Akuo Church, the way you can do that is by going to our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-Y-O.church. And when you go there, all you have to do is click on the giving link and follow the instructions. We also have our text to tithe option. For that, all you have to do is text Akuo, A-K-O-U-O, and the dollar amount you want to tithe to the number 77977. If you don't want to give electronically, we also have our PO box available if you'd like to send your tithe through a check. Now for that, all you have to do is mail your tithe to PO box 100-125 San Antonio, Texas, 78201. Now I want to talk to you about our Wednesday Zoom group. For this series, we're doing things a little different. It's still a time where we can get together to share what is happening in our lives and worship with the people that are here at Akuo. But what we're doing is going through group prayers right now. We're using these times in our groups to dig deeper and do our best to remain in Jesus. For all the links to the Zoom groups, all you have to do is go to any of our social media pages. Okay, guys, that's all that we have for you today. As always, I want you to know that I love you and I'm praying for each and every one of you all week long. So before we go, let me just pray over you one last time. So Jesus, as everyone clicks off their browser, turns off their TV, and puts away their phone, I ask that you would be speaking to them like you always are. Jesus, I ask that you would help them plant their roots along your river. I pray that they would be able to remain in you all week long. I pray that they would start to see the abundant fruit that you promised them when they do that. Thank you for everything, Jesus. We love you. And we pray all these things in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, guys, that's it. We'll see you on Wednesday. Thanks for spending time with us today. You can find this message and any recent sermon available on demand at our website, akuo.church. That's A-K-O-U-O dot church. Also, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube by searching Akuo Church. Welcome to the community. We hope to hear from you soon.